Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirchner. Donald Trump received a target letter warning him he's about to be indicted for trying to stay in power after the 2020 election. Glenn explains the three charges in the letter. So friends, special counsel Jack Smith delivered a target letter to former President Donald Trump, putting him on notice of just some of the charges he may be indicted for. Indicted by the grand jury in Washington, D.C., investigating all things insurrection what happened in the run-up to January 6th, on January 6th, and in the aftermath of January 6th. And when we heard about some of what was included in this target letter, the three crimes that Jack Smith listed, and frankly, when we heard that there were some crimes that weren't listed in the target letter, some of it was expected, but some of it, frankly, wasn't. So what I want to do, friends, is a little bit of a deep dive today into this target letter and what it means that three crimes were included in the target letter and one crime like insurrection was not mentioned because none of this is intuitive. So let's go to a little bit of a Team Justice Law School class today to try to figure out precisely what this target letter means and importantly, what it doesn't mean. So let me start with the assertion that it's not really all that intuitive. Why do I say that? Well, if you hear that somebody robbed a bank, somebody stole a car, or somebody killed somebody else, and you hear about charges like bank robbery, auto theft, murder, all of that is pretty intuitive, right? pretty understandable, pretty expected. But then when you hear about crimes that were included in Jack Smith's target letter to Donald Trump, crimes like conspiracy to commit offenses against and defraud the United States, witness tampering, deprivation of rights under color of law. All right, all of that is sort of a mouthful. There's some legal mumbo jumbo there. So friends, in trying to understand, you know, why these three crimes were included in the target letter, I took a step back and I asked myself, well, who are the victims of each of these three crimes? And when viewed through that lens, there's a certain symmetry, I think, that emerges. So let's start with um, the conspiracy to commit offenses against or defraud the United States. Who is the victim? Well, this may sound like an oversimplification, but the victim is included in the title of that statute, that criminal offense, the United States. Conspiracy to commit offenses against the United States. So let's start there. One charge, 
The victim is the United States of America. Maybe you can think of that as the executive branch. Maybe you can think of it as the entire government. Maybe you can think of it as we the people, but let's just stick with the language of that, that statute. Crimes against the United States. Let's move on to witness tampering, okay? This one is not intuitive. When you hear witness tampering, you think of somebody like, well, Cassidy Hutchinson, who was kind of tampered with early on, right? She had a lawyer who was actually on Team Trump, not on Team Cassidy Hutchinson. And she was going down a path of not being completely forthcoming with the January 6th House Select Committee. She was in the let's protect Donald Trump mode until she got a lawyer, a new lawyer, who wasn't on Team Trump, who was zealously representing the interests of Cassidy Hutchinson, and then she started to tell the truth about what she knew and about what guys like Mark Meadows and Donald Trump did. So when I first heard that witness tampering was one of the crimes, I thought about the Cassidy Hutchinsons of this you know, sad chapter of American history. But then you have to realize that witness tampering is the heading of a statute, and yes, I'm going to refer to the big, ugly blue book of federal laws, the United States Criminal Code, as I often do. You know, I don't leave home without it. Have code, will travel. And when you look at the witness tampering statute, it's uh, 18 United States Code, section 1512, for those of you scoring at home. There are actually more than 30 crimes that are included under that umbrella heading of witness tampering. One of the crimes is a crime that has been prosecuted many times over successfully against the foot soldiers of the insurrection, the boots of the insurrection, as opposed to the suits of the insurrection, Donald Trump and company, the hierarchy, the command structure of the insurrection. So the boots of the insurrection have been prosecuted over and over again for a crime called obstructing an official proceeding. And that is a crime that's one of those 30 plus crimes listed under the heading witness tampering. So witness tampering is not necessarily an accurate reflection of what that charge involves. Here is how the obstructing official proceedings part of the witness tampering statute reads. It's 18 United States Code 1512 C2, and it reads, whoever corruptly obstructs, influences, or impedes any official proceeding or attempts to do so, that's important because you don't have to succeed, you just gotta try the way Donald Trump and others did on January 6th. Well, that is a crime, obstructing an official proceeding that falls under the, the heading of witness tampering. Who is the victim of obstructing that congressional proceeding? Congress. So now in one charge, you have the United States as a victim. In the second charge, you have Congress as the victim. And then there's that outlier of a charge that we heard about. We hadn't been talking about it much before this target letter issued, and that is 
deprivation of rights under color of law. What does deprivation of rights under color of law mean? Well, I think most pertinently what it means in this investigation is somebody engaged in some kind of election fraud. You know, 241 has been used to go after people who, for example, stuff ballot boxes with fraudulent votes. That is depriving people of the full value of their vote, right? If you inject fraudulent ballots into an election, then every legitimately cast vote is worth a little bit less. And that is how that criminal statute has been used in the past. So when we talk about that third crime, depriving people of their rights under color of law, who are the victims? We the people, the American voters. So you've got three crimes. One, the victim is the United States. Two, the victim is Congress. Three, the victim, we the people. It makes some sense, right? There seems to be some method to including those three sort of broad categories of crimes in the target letter. Now, here's something important to keep in mind. A defendant has no legal right to a target letter, no constitutional right, no statutory right, no due process right to a target letter. So because a target, a future defendant, has no right to a target letter, there is no obligation of the prosecutor to precisely list every single crime that the target could be indicted for in the target letter, right? I do not think that when we see this indictment issued, it's only going to contain those three crimes, the three crimes that are listed in the target letter. We are likely going to see a whole lot more crimes, but this is something that put Donald Trump on notice. Here are sort of three categories of crimes that the grand jury is looking at that you are a target of that you might be indicted for. But stay tuned, friends, because I have a feeling we're going to see a whole bunch of crimes included in an indictment against Donald Trump in the very near future. On the way, there's one charge that everyone was hoping to hear in Jack Smith's target letter, but it's missing. Glenn talks about that next on Justice Matters. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. As the January 6th House Select Committee wrapped up their investigation, they referred some crimes to the Department of Justice. 
One of the charges they referred was left out of the target letter sent to Donald Trump. Glenn explains this one is important. Okay, let me turn to one of the offenses that was not included in the target letter, and this surprised me a little bit. It even made me shudder, and that is the insurrection, the crime of insurrection. Why was I surprised? Why did it make me shudder? a little bit. Well, first of all, you may remember that the January 6th House Select Committee referred the crime of insurrection to the Department of Justice for criminal investigation and possible prosecution because they amassed so much evidence that Donald Trump incited the insurrection, assisted the insurrection, gave aid and comfort to the insurrection and the insurrectionists. Indeed, he still is giving them aid and comfort to this day by promising to pardon them, the people who attacked the police officers, the people who destroyed property at the Capitol, the people who tried to stop the steal as Donald Trump ordered them to, directed them to, the people who tried to stop the peaceful transfer of power. So. I was a little bit surprised that the target letter did not include Donald Trump inciting the insurrection, assisting the insurrection, giving aid and comfort to the insurrection and the insurrectionists. He clearly incited it with his inflammatory speech. Even before that, he summoned the mob to the Capitol on January 6th, will be wild. He instructed them to fight like hell or they won't have a country anymore. He directed them to go to the Capitol and stop the certification, stop the steal. So I don't believe there is a straight-faced argument that Donald Trump did not incite the attack on the Capitol that day. He incited the insurrection. He clearly assisted the insurrection because once the Capitol attack was underway, Donald Trump sat back in a little dining room off the Oval Office refusing to call off the attack. That was assisting the insurrection. And as I mentioned, he's been giving aid and comfort to the insurrection and the insurrectionists ever since. So I was surprised that it was not included as one of the charges in the target letter. Here's why I shuddered a little bit. Let me hasten to add, just because it wasn't included in the target letter does not mean Donald Trump will not be indicted for it. But here's why it made me shudder. When you look at the three crimes that were included in the target letter, the authorized punishment for those three crimes in the event of a conviction include prison time and a fine. But the authorized punishment for somebody who engages in, incites, assists an insurrection is prison time, is a fine, and is a ban from holding federal office in the future. That punishment, that authorized sentence does not attach to the three crimes that were listed in the target letter. Specifically, the federal law on rebellion or insurrection says 
if you are convicted of assisting, inciting, engaging in, or giving aid and comfort to an insurrection, quote, the person shall be incapable of holding office under the United States. A prohibition from serving in federal office. That's why I think the insurrection is a really important charge that should be pursued by Jack Smith and his team of federal prosecutors. Now, again, we can't rule out that Donald Trump will be indicted for the insurrection just because we didn't see it listed in the target letter. But I think the odds just went up that we may not see an insurrection charge. Be that as it may, this is an important, indeed, historic development that a former president of the United States has been given a target letter and almost certainly will be indicted for his efforts to undermine the results of a presidential election, for his efforts to, in a very real sense, bring an end to our democracy and install an aspiring dictator in the Oval Office for a second term. So the fact that Jack Smith has delivered this target letter and is on the verge of indicting Donald Trump for crimes on and around January 6, 2021 is an extraordinarily important development. And it moves us at least one click further down the road toward accountability and toward justice. And justice matters. Friends, thank you for bearing with me through that lengthy Team Justice Law School class. As always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.